fans welcome to a special edition of that sports show not just any sports show not this sports show that sports show i'm your host jeremy the impact york i want to start off by apologizing i have been a little under the weather this week and this is actually just a special edition uh show i just wanted to get out for you guys before the super bowl uh that will happen in a couple hours actually so you guys will probably listen to it after which is fine. Uh, totally call me out on anything I, I mess up here. I just wanted to give you guys my thoughts on the big game. And uh, this uh, the, the past two days were definitely the, the best I felt all week. Uh, feeling really great. Um, I, I no longer sound like a uh, lifetime smoker when I, when I cough. And it uh, seem, seems that I am on the up and up. Hope you all are doing well. Uh, as I said, just wanted to get on here and say a few words. Uh, this will be a shorter show than usual, but as always, we will let you know that if you want to be a part of this show, you can do so the following ways. You can email the show at 3endzone at gmail.com, at 3endzone at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook, whether that is Impact Media, That Sports Show, Jeremy York, any of those should uh, should easily find us. If you're a person who just wants to click on a link, listen to a show, you can do so by going to our Twitter page, at Team Impact Media. It's got all of our show links on it. You just scroll down to the appropriate show and uh, click on it. Listen as many times you want. There is no cap on that. And no, I'm not saying that to boost our numbers. We only get credit after the first time that a device down uh listens to it so if you listen to it 14 times it it will just show it'll show that it was played 14 times but uh we just get the credit for the one which we appreciate you can also follow myself for uh show related things and unrelated things you know it seems like every weekend we are doing something pretty cool maybe we'll maybe we'll post some pictures from uh the impact media super bowl shindig we're gonna have uh just a couple of us getting together here in a little while but, uh, you know, get to check out Putt Shack, uh, Rugby ATL, preseason kickoff. By the way, they're going to have a game coming up this week. We will be talking about it early week. All the shows will be back next week. Um, but you can follow me at TheImpact99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. You can uh, also find us anywhere that you find a podcast, including Spotify, Podcast One, and the iTunes store, and we definitely appreciate all of that and your support. So, we all know the Super Bowl is coming up. If you listen to this show, you are more than likely a big NFL fan. So, go over the things that we easily know. We know that the Chiefs and Eagles are going to square off this uh, evening, really. 6.30 p.m. It's going to be a Fox game. 
that's going to be fun. You guys are going to like that. I think that means that means Greg Olson and um, I feel bad. I forgot the other guy who was calling that game, but uh, they are uh, Kevin Burkhart. They are a great number one tandem. I hope they don't split those up when uh, Brady, who made the announcement that 2024 will be when he starts with Fox. Um, I hope they don't break up Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. Or if so, I hope Greg Olson leaves for a better job. Although number one at Fox is pretty dang good. He is spectacular. But other than that, we know that Philly right now is a minus point and a half favorite. I think that's about right. And we're going to break that down. And uh, I'm going to start on the Kansas City side. Now, things we know about the Kansas City Chiefs is that Patrick Mahomes, it's, it's not an argument. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. It's not close. It goes Patrick Mahomes, and then it goes Joe Burrow, and there's a big gap there. And then there's a little bit more of a gap, and then you get into your uh, – I, I would – you know, Jalen Hurts is probably number number three, I would say. But, uh, you know, at that point, then you get into the Josh Allens and Lamar Jacksons and, um, and uh, people like that. But uh, by far, he's the best. This year, he threw for 5,250 yards, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Yeah, Hall of Fame numbers. Hall of Fame numbers. They've went through a revolving door at running back. We've, they've had people in and out. Their latest um, budding star, and he could definitely be that, is Pacheco, who has ran for 830 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Mahomes is actually their second biggest runner, I believe, at 358 yards. But uh, one thing the Chiefs don't do exceptionally well, they do pretty good, is running the ball. Pacheco has definitely helped with that. And Mahomes being a little mobile has done that. But that, that is going to be an interesting part of this game. We'll get into that a little later. You got Travis Kelsey, who had 110 receptions, 1,338 yards, and 12 touchdowns. Not to be outdone, uh, Smith-Schuster, who people thought would just kind of be an okay player for them. Well, 78 catches, 933 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah, the three touchdowns, I think, is a little low for, for what you would expect out of a, of a number one receiver, but... He almost had 1,000 yards, guys. He almost had 1,000 yards on less than 80 catches. Yeah. And Mahomes will spread it out. That's also why uh, why some of the catch catches are low. Smith-Schuster is a very yards-after-the-catch uh, guy. We know that. Um, when you look at the Chiefs' offense... They are rated number one in the league. Number one. Now, not to be outdone, the Eagles are number two. These are the two best offenses in the league. 
here's where a little bit of the difference will come. The defense for the Chiefs is the 12th best defense in the league. The Eagles have the third. We'll get more into the Eagles when we get to the Eagles in a minute. But just going over these. Uh, number one passing in the league is the Chiefs. Uh, the Eagles are ninth. And in rushing, 20th in the league for the Chiefs. And the Eagles are fifth. So this game is setting up as a very uh, even passing-wise, pretty even passing-wise, I would say. The Chiefs have the slight advantage there. I just told you about a lot of the weapons. Um, I think very much that uh, Andy Reid is not one to try to outthink the room. Andy Reid is going to... Um, attack the parts of the Philadelphia defense he thinks he can exploit and win battles with. And um, I think that is very much going to be his game plan. He is going to try to keep Patrick Mahomes out of harm's way. But I also think he is, he is uh, also going to put him in very good situations to succeed and be the best Patrick Mahomes he can be. When we talk about the defense for the Chiefs, defensive line, pretty stellar. Pretty stellar defensive line. We gotta talk about I mean, I don't I don't wanna Jerick McKinnon has done pretty well also run the ball. Uh, it's nice to see the Sun Belt star. He was at Georgia Southern. Not going to make Georgia State very happy that I mentioned him that way, but uh, the guy's a local product, and I'm, I'm very excited to see him uh, do well. Valdez Scantling has done really well in the pass catching as, um, here lately, but when you get to their defense, you talk about um, you talk about the linebackers, Bolton and Harris. You talk about, you talk, you got to talk about Frank Clark up front. You got to talk about, you got to talk about, um, Chris Jones. Either one of them can single-handedly disrupt this entire game. Um, you got to talk about uh, uh, Indadi. You got to talk about Carl Aftis. They're both of these teams have defensive lines where they could pretty much just rush three or four and do as good as other people that are running, you know, other people in from from all over the field, which allows their cover guys and their linebackers to actually drop back and flood the field and all the pass lanes and make it very difficult to be able to move the ball. But this Chiefs defense, you know, just the Eagles may have been talked about more, and we'll get into them. But I'd put this Chiefs defense right up there. It is it is 1A, 1B. These, to me, are the two best offenses, and to me, 
two of the best defenses in this league. You get to the special teams. We know about Butker. He's one of the best kickers in the league. He can hit for 50-plus. Uh, Townsend has been a pretty solid punter. I think we, that is going to play a key into this. Can you pin them deep? Can you get them backed into a corner? Can you get, you know, can you force the Eagles to have to go 95 yards to get a score? Because that's hard for anybody. That's hard for anybody. I know Joe Burrow makes a, a pretty good career out of doing that kind of stuff here lately, the short career that he's had. But Joe Burrow's not playing this game. It's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has got a a giant chip on his shoulder because even in college, even when he was a starter at Alabama, everybody always talked about the backups, even though he was performing, even though he won a national championship. Then he gets benched at halftime in the national championship for Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, that guy. And that went on to be the right decision for Alabama as they won again. Jalen Hurts just kept his head down, just kept digging and grinding. He eventually finds himself over at, what was it, Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley. Philadelphia decides to take a chance on him. Turns out he's better than Wentz. He takes over the starting job, and he is a starter in this league, and he is, he is a top-tier starter. Not Well, when I say top-tier, he's a, he's a top-10 quarterback in this league just in how he's played this year, let alone – up until now. So, as we get into the Philadelphia portion of this show, well, before we do, let's take a quick break. And when we get back from the break, we will talk Philadelphia, we will talk my predictions, and we will be out of here early on a Sunday morning. But we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, this is Jeremy the Impact York from the Impact Media family of podcasts. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest ways to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on That Sports Show, special edition Super Bowl preview. I'm Jeremy York. Thanks for returning. Make sure to visit our friends at betonline.net. They've got the wagering lines. They've got the betting lines. They've got the articles. They've got the podcast. They do so many things to make you a better, more educated fan. You'll win all your debates because you know all the information. And if you if you want to bet and you can bet where you are, you're going to win your bets. So spent the first part of the show talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's talk a little bit about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Jalen Hurts had um outstanding year. He uh, ended up playing 15 games. He got dinged up a little bit here and there. It happens. But he threw for 3,701 yards. He threw for 22 touchdowns and six interceptions. Yeah. Pretty, pretty big numbers there. 
that's that's top tier numbers in my opinion. When I say once again top tier, I'm saying top ten because uh, I in in this case I'm talking about one through ten, eleven through twenty, twenty one through thirty two. He is a top he is a top ten. You get into their run game. Jalen Hurts ran for 760 yards on his own. Gainwell and Scott added 200 plus yards apiece. But their workhorse is Miles Sanders. And as a fantasy owner, Miles Sanders, yeah, the dude can run. He had 1,269 rushing yards this year, 11 touchdowns. And he was only outdone in that category by Jalen Hurts, who had 13. And a lot of his were on the goal line. They run the ball quite well in Philly. We talked about how much passing they like to do. Well, it helps when you have Devontae Smith, who had 95 receptions for 1,196 yards. He had seven touchdowns on the year, and he was the two. The one was A.J. Brown, who for some reason, for some who knows what reason, the Tennessee Titans decided they didn't need him. And so on draft day, they pick up A.J. Brown, and he goes on to get 88 targets, 1,496 yards, and 11 touchdowns. And I'm not even talking Dallas Goddard or Watkins or Gainwell or Pascal. Stoll. They just got weapons for days, too. These two are the best two offenses in the league. It's not close. And... They play in pretty rough divisions. You could say they both play in easier divisions, but I would also say in the in the Chiefs' case, they had to play against a scrappy Oakland team. Oakland, uh, Las Vegas, the Raiders. It, you guys know who I'm talking about. Who, while they may have had an up-and-down season, they played the Chiefs hard. Uh, they might have even beaten them. I cannot remember right off. But... They also had to face a Denver team that was putting things together. But just because their offense sucked, the Denver defense is is one of the top in the league. And they had to face the Chargers, who, if they ever put that last little piece together, it's like they're trying to build a root beer float. They can't find the root beer. They just got a glass of ice cream. And if they ever take that soda and pour that in there, man, they're going to light the world on fire because Justin Herbert is one of those guys. He's in that, he's up there um, just under Joe Burrow, I would say. You know, he's he's up there with the Jalen Hurts in, in just amazing, Trevor Lawrence, those guys. Maybe one day I'll rank all the quarterbacks. But you guys know I'm not a big list person because it just fills time, and I don't necessarily like doing that. I'd rather give you content. But this team scores points. They accounted for like, what was it, 6,000? Almost 7,000 yards of total offense. Now let's get into the defense. I told you about the Chiefs. I told you a little bit about how the Eagles are the same way, that their front line on defense is so good, not good enough, is so good. They don't run a lot of stunts. There's not a lot of corner blitz. There's not a lot of safety stunts or blitz, and there's not a lot of linebackers rushing in. They don't have to. And why is that? Well, that's because Hargrave 
and Reddick and Sweat and Graham. I swear I'm missing people. Who am I missing? Reddick, Hargrave, Graham, Sweat, Fletcher Cox is still getting it done. Williams and Edwards. I'm just remembering just down the sack list. They accounted for 70 regular season sacks. 70. And the front four had 49 of those. And I'm not even including Fletcher Cox. If you include him, 56. If you include Williams, there's 60 of them right there. They had four guys in double-digit sacks, and Fletcher only needed a couple more. This defense is scary good. So like I said, their pass rush is good enough to where they can run three or four at you at any time, and it's as good as somebody else running six. So that allows their corners to get after you. You know, that allows the Gardner-Johnsons and the Bradberries, who what the heck kind of pickup is that? Like the Giants decide we don't need good players anymore. They get rid of Bradbury, and he goes, well, I'll go play with the Eagles and win a championship. you got Darius Slay. you got Scott and Blankenship and Max. And even, I mean, there are times when Sweat has been able to drop back and do some good stuff off the defensive line. This defense is probably the best in the league. I don't care about numbers and things like that. I'm talking about effect and changing a game. These guys are going to make Patrick Mahomes really have to pull out every bit of magic out of the hat he can. And in the same effect, Jalen Hurts is going to have a lot of issues with the pass rush from the Chiefs. Here to me is the diff. Well, I'll get into the difference in a minute when I talk about uh, my predictions. Now, of course, when we get into kicking, they've got Elliott. Butker may be one of the best in the league. I would say Justin Tucker and Butker are right up there. Really, really elite top. Elliot's right there. Elliot's right there. He is a he is a more than solid. Jake Elliott doesn't miss very often whatsoever. He had a 56-yard early this year, and he could do it multiple times. He was 5 for 6 in 50-plus field goals this year. And not to be outdone, they have had a couple kickers, but uh, Sipos is by far the best they have. And, and he is he is another one that will just drop that in a bucket and pin you on the two-yard line. It's just incredible. This game is going to be absolutely amazing. We finally We finally get two teams that are very equally matched, that put up a lot of points on offense, that disrupt everything on defense. It's going to be epically spectacular. I believe this is going to be closer than the uh, Makayev-Volkanovsky fight last night. Shout out to those guys for putting on a show. In the UFC, by the way. So, prediction time. Prediction time. Maybe by things I've said so far, you've been able to put it together and to figure out what 
um, side iron probably on. And I will say that it pains me as a Cowboys fan to say this, but my Super Bowl prediction is the Philadelphia Fly Eagles Fly. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this game. It's probably going to come down to the last possession, as it rightfully should. Um, either Mahomes will run out of time or Jalen Hurts will, will uh, make the score happen. I feel like Philly is going to win by four. That's why I don't think it'll be a field goal. Um, I think uh, this is basically why I think that's going to happen. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to try to get out to a fast start because he knows if he can build up a lead, it's going to be a lot harder for Philadelphia, who relies more on the run to get things done in the pass, to be able to catch up if it's a big lead. But I think it's going to come down to the Philadelphia defense versus the offensive line. His defensive line versus the offensive line of Kansas City. I think Philly has a better offensive line, so they'll be able to contain the Kansas, I mean the Kansas City pass rush and Frank Clark and Reddick. Maybe Reddick's on this my friend. But I think they're gonna be able to contain Kansas City and the pass rush a lot better than the Chiefs offensive line. And a probably 80% Patrick Mahomes. He can still run around. I'm not saying he can't. I just feel like this Philly defensive line is going to be able to do a lot more things to get at Patrick Mahomes and disrupt his day than what Kansas City can do to Jalen Hurts. And also, if the pass rush is making it difficult for Patrick to be able to run, they will have to rely on Pacheco and his own wheels, Mahomes' wheels, to get it done. And if the same thing happens with Philadelphia, if you have to rely on the legs of Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts, Philly is built more to run and get those yards and to milk the clock and run the clock down later on if they need to, if they build up the lead, than Kansas City is. So even though Kansas City has the uh, the lightning quick Pass offense, if for some reason they uh, that offense gets disrupted by the Philadelphia defense, which is what I think will happen, it's going to be hard for them to rely on a run game that um, is good but not great. Whereas Philadelphia's run game is great, not good. So if they have to rely on it or if they choose to rely on it, they have the advantage there. So I think it's going to come down to the Philly run game doing some great things. And the Philly defensive line slash pass rush that's going to be doing some great things. And that is why Philly is going to win by four. It's going to be a great game. Um, I wish the best to all the competitors. I hope everybody um, has a great experience, whether they win or lose. I hope nobody gets hurt. I look forward to a fun halftime show. And I uh, look forward to uh, hanging out with some of the guys from Impact Media for our little shindig. And I also... I look forward to hearing from you guys about what you thought of my takes here. If you want to slam me for them after you listen to this and watch the Super Bowl, that's fine. I showed you all the places. I told you all the places you can find us. And also, we look forward to hearing from you guys as all the shows will be firing back up starting tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night, Board Check will kick off. And then uh, that sports show 
We'll be somewhere earlier in the week to recap the Super Bowl, talk a little Atlanta United. They signed a new striker who had a great, great line at the press conference. And we'll talk more of their schedule. We'll preview Rugby ATL, who starts their season next Friday night. And uh, we'll talk a little Braves, talk a little other stuff. But this has been another great edition and a special edition of that sports show, the Super Bowl preview. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. We will see you guys next week. Deuces, gooses. Fly, Eagles, fly.